As Lewis Hamilton marches closer to making history, Renault awakens, and the Pink Panthers look like kittens. And Ferrari, oh Ferrari, let's jump the start. Guys, welcome in to the Jump to Start Racing podcast. I'm your host, Wellington. I'm here joined by two of my closest friends. Yancey, say hello. Hi. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Ruben? What's going on, guys? Wake up. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, not that exciting of, uh, of a race, Belgian Grand Prix. We're just coming off of it, recording right after. Uh, let's just jump into it. Guys, what, what are your quick takeaways from this race ruben what did you think coming out of this race come on f1 tv gotta get the crap together man that's the best <laughs> thing we gotta say that i agree with f1 tv was i thought at the beginning i thought it was just my signal you know since i was doing like a cellular signal out of my out of my, out of my computer but i had then, the same problems but then twitter was all over the place everybody complaining come on yeah they gotta do better They're like we're paying for this service this is not free this is not like a sto- stolen signal we're paying they got to get yeah. this stuff together. So basically, the race was so boring. The only thing we can complain about was F1 TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's his race takeaway. Yancy, what's your race takeaway? Renault, baby. Renault, Renault, Renault. I told you, watch out for Renault. They are going to have a good weekend. They do very good on fast tracks. They're going to have another good weekend again in Monza. Um, you know, Danny Rick drove spectacularly i think if he had two more laps he probably could have overtaken max he was going that fast so i mean that was that was really that was really the only thing that that stood out to me um oh and just some bad strategy calls i think i think um uh perez going too long on the tires and also gasly going too long on the tires i think killed their race i think they had the pace to do better and finish up a little bit higher than they did even though they i was surprised that they went through the field as quick as they did when they did do their pit stops but um but yeah i think if they would have stopped with the other cars um they probably would have had a better position at the end of the race and yeah for me oh go ahead i'm sorry and driver of the day our boy gasly he's still shining he pushed through the field today too, even though he didn't stop with the like the other, you know, he stopped pretty much around the time Paris stopped, but he still pushed through the yeah. field and is still fighting and this, you know, this served the driver of the day today. Absolutely. Yeah, for me, quick takeaway was Mons is gonna be a freaking disaster. It's gonna be just as boring. So just a quick rundown of the day's events, but during the race we didn't see much action. Uh, prior to the race starting, McLaren had announced that Carlos Sainz would not be able to participate due to an exhaust issue. He had qualified P7 on Saturday. Um, Lando Norris actually finished P7 in the race. It would have been nice to see Carlos Sainz battling it out alongside of him. Uh, the other One of the other major things during the race was a safety car on lap 10. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi crashed into a barrier and then ricocheted back on track. His wheel actually had flown off and it collected George Russell, who was trying to avoid it, but he really couldn't. Um, that caused a safety car, which caused a lot of issues as far as strategy because it was much sooner than a lot of teams wanted to pit. And as a result of the pits, we saw some guys do some wonky strategy, in particular Sergio Perez. Um, 
But as a result of the strategy, the race end seemed to be primarily about nursing tires, which made for a very boring race. But let's attack the winner and work our way down. Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, and Max Verstappen on the podium. Did we expect anything else? I think Yancey got the predictions correct this time again. Thank Me you too. so much. Me too. I think I got the predictions <laughs> right as well. Oh, Ruben. Ruben, uh, <laughs> Ruben knows to just follow my lead. <laughs> yeah, the race, the rain that was supposed to happen during this race just did not happen. Very disappointed. Literally across the whole weekend, not during qualifying, not during the race itself. So much. The only for suspense. The-, the only suspense that we had was maybe at the end, where we thought the tires, where we thought that maybe maybe Max would pit uh, for faster, for better tires because the tires were going. I think I know that uh, Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton had pl- had, had problems with the tires as far as making them last. Um, you know, but uh, I think. Uh, with uh, Wellington, you text me. You said that it might might get interesting at the end, but I said, nah. I think that um, Mercedes has a way of of working through these problems. I think they they foresaw it, and as as it finished, you know, it was it is what it is. And a Mercedes, another Mercedes one too. Yeah, yeah. But but something also caught my uh, you know my attention at the beginning of the race. Our boy Bottas finally finally has a clean start. He did not. <laughs> he finally had a clean start. He didn't jump and he didn't, you know, sat there sleeping. He finally started clean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think that. I actually, I thought he was going to finish further back than uh, than Lewis Hamilton, to Lewis Hamilton. So, I mean, he drove a decent race, but I mean, he's we, just not as quick as Lewis. When we start talking about the race, it was a snooze fest in the front. Cause, you know, the only action we saw was between, you will say, the only time they got close enough was between Bottas and Max during the pit stop. That was the only time. After that, that's it. You give Max, obviously, we, well, during the race as well, you give Max any chance to attack, and he's right there. Meaning, you give me a little bit of sleep, I'm, I'm attacking. But he doesn't have the pace. And he Max said it himself that he didn't have the pace. Yeah, we saw it right at the start that Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen were both, but they were pushing each other, and they were pushing on trying to overtake Terry Bottas right at the start, and then going. Uh, into Eau Rouge, Radion Complex, and right at the end of it, because of that um, long straight where the aerodynamic, I guess, if you get the slipstream, you're in good shape. But other than that, all the action from the race was the safety car, and then that was it, the pit, the pit action. Uh, it was boring. Yeah, this is one of those snooze fest races. Yeah, that we're gonna okay. get. I think they need to. Um, so um, one of the issues with uh, Valtteri Bottas was at the start of the race, he had asked the pit wall if he can utilize his ERS to be able to catch up to Lewis Hamilton in order <laughs> to be within DRS. So pit wall said to him, "No," and essentially that was not something that was discussed beforehand. So. But Terry Bottas was a little put off. What did you guys think of that uh, coming off of this, coming off of the result that we had? When I when I saw that message, I just laughed because we keep trying, we keep wanting Bottas to attack, bring it to Lewis, but he's being taken back. Like his pit wall is stopping him, and this is freaking ridiculous. Like 
you're you want you know we the public want Hamilton to have some kind of uh competition up front, but the team is holding this guy back, telling oh no, and then he's like, when did we discuss that? I didn't even hear that we said that we're not attacking each other, we're not racing each other. Like what kind of crap is this? Pretty much. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, th- that's the difference between uh, a Lewis Hamilton and a, and a Bottas. You know, uh, last race when when Lewis Hamilton wanted they the, when the pit wall wanted him to go on a soft tire, he said, "No, I'm going to stay on the mediums." Um, you know, he took it in his hands and he and and he went with it. And you 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 see that Bottas is. Um, I guess Edge is taken away from his pit wall because he listens to them as as you should. But if there's something, if there's something um that you feel that you can do to get ahead in the race, then you as a driver take that decision into your own hands and get it done and fight with your team. You know that what we're trying to do is that you know they're trying to win races. They're not trying to just stay yeah. behind a teammate. Yeah. So. You know, just take it into your own hands, man. If you feel that you can use the ERS and go ahead and do it. You know, fight because that's what we want to see. That's what you want to see. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like what you said, Ruben. It's ridiculous that they're they're handcuffing these drivers. They need to to let them go and let them race, man. That's that's what the public tunes in for. We want to see racing. But that's what sometimes I think. Oh no, not sometimes. A lot of times, it's what makes a champion. Hamilton will not ask that question. He will use every tool available to him and bring it. He, you know, they tell him no. He's gonna fight it. Exactly. Say no. Exactly. And uh, there was a lot actually on Twitter. There was a lot of people asking for Nico Rosberg, like to come back or where is he? Or, <laughs> I miss you. Like uh, that's the state that we're in. Valtteri Bottas is a good number two driver, man. That's it. That's he's it. a fast one though. Yeah, he's a good number two driver, but he's not a number one. Yeah. Uh, so from there, the Mercedes just were not really threatened at all for the whole race. Uh, and as Ruben mentioned, the closest Max ever got was in the pit where um, they double stacked him and Bottas and Verstappen happened to catch up right behind Bottas, but was never able to get past him. Not much more to say there as far as Mercedes goes. What do you guys think? They double stacked it again. It was a little slower this time because the two cars were close together, but they keep doing this double stack super smooth. And obviously... A team that was doing quick this week, like Renault, is copying, and it looks like they practiced because they also did a double stack, and it was also flawless. This is why I'm saying we, we were discussing it before we started recording. This is why I'm saying they need to do something to these races. They need to at least add another mandatory pit stops, make it two pit stops, because now these pit stops seem like they're too easy. So there's no challenge to the teams. There, it's so easy that once one pit stop is so easy, they do it so quick. Now they're making the double stack look so easy, and and the fact that you only have to stop one time, you know that's how that's why we get these boring races. They, they need to do something. They, I think, I, I think that the, you know, I've heard mentioned that the 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 Q two t- uh, tire has to be used at the beginning of races to scrap that. And they got to do a mandatory uh, pit stop, you know, enter a little bit more strategy in the game, and then we'll get some closer racing. Yeah. Uh, As far as outside of the two Mercedes, third place finisher, Max Verstappen, another lonely race for him. Didn't really get to mount too much of an attack on either car. Um, He just faced pressure at the end from Ricardo, and even that pressure, he was 
Ricardo finished four seconds behind him where he was for the most part, what was it, nine seconds, uh, you know, for, for a lot of the race. There really was no competition at the top three. I, I would actually say in the top four. There was really not much competition there. It was only almost, you would say it was almost towards the end of the race that, but still, it was only between Alcon, uh, Leclerc, I mean, not Leclerc, I'm sorry, Alcon, Norris, and uh, an album. That was the only pretty much little battle that we had that could be said, you know, from this race. I was hoping to a last lap Lando to come out, but it wasn't there yet. <laughs> no. I, and it seems like everybody was nursing their tires at the end. It yes. sucks, you know, because you want people to be pushing. Yeah. Uh, I guess the next highlight would be the Ren- Renault team and their race weekend they actually did really well they qualified fourth uh, i'm sorry ricardo qualified fourth and danny uh sorry esteban ocon sixth yeah danny ocon (laughs) danny ocon (laughs) uh so both drivers actually had great starts uh pushing out against both the uh, red bulls and um with ricardo like we talked about earlier threatening the mercedes uh, of valtteri botas uh, after the fighting uh, with Max in lap one, Ricardo settled into fourth place and was pretty much just there the whole time. Not much more to describe there aside from when I guess he pitted. But uh, like I said, it was not much, not much competition there for that fourth place spot. Yeah, I, I, I said Renault was going to have a good race weekend. I wonder what it is. That I don't I don't know if it's they have a low drag uh, low drag car, but at these tracks where at these fast tracks like a Spa or a Monza or even a Silverstone, even though they didn't have a great uh, weekend at Silverstone at the week at the Silverstone races, but they do really well in these in these conditions. And then, um, it, you know, Danny Rick is Danny Rick, man. Danny Rick is a top line driver. He needs to be in a top car. Um, another phenomenal weekend for him. Qualified up there, qualified fourth, finished fourth. Um, did have if, if again if the ra- if the race was maybe two or three laps longer, he could have challenged for the podium, which would have been great to see him back on the podium uh, and have him do a shoey. We we missed those shoes. <laughs> Uh, did you see the fin on the thing? He there was a fin on the screen. That dude, did, that did the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, it, it was, I think he was, he had a Red Bull. He had a Red Bull jersey <laughs> He had a Red Bull hat. jersey on, and it said Max Verstappen <laughs> on the bottom, and then he's doing a shoot, and I'm like, that doesn't make any yeah. sense, bro. <laughs> that was good. Wow. And then they kept, and then they kept looping it over, because <laughs> there was so many cars that you can see, it was like, all right, you gotta take this guy off, man. <laughs> this guy's off completely. He's off. He's off. What did you think of, of uh, Esteban Ocon and his race? He... Did not have as easy a time as Ricardo. He started, obviously, uh, further back. And when he pitted, you know, he had to overtake both Albon and Stroll to get back to uh, wherever he was able to finish. What did you guys think of his race? I think he had an awesome race. That Even though the, the safety car played a major role on pretty much the whole result of the race, you know, it helped. Not, it helped. That was a little bit the action that I liked because he kept, Everything so tight, his strategy came to a must. So pretty much all countries, they double stacked it. During the safety car, they were able to push to all these guys and show you know the pace that they have. And Alcon, we already know that he's always hungry for you know going up front, having to race. And now, you know, he's also always he loves being on the edge as far as like when it comes to overtaking people and competing with people. And he's showing it. 
now that he had a chance to, you know? Yeah, he's getting better and better. It seems like the rust is coming off from that one year off from driving an F1. Uh, he was doing really well before, before obviously, when he was racing with Force India. Um, you know, and he's he has that, that, that if factor where he's aggressive, he wants to win, he wants to overtake. I think he did get hurt by the by the double stack of the, in the pits. Um, because I think that's when some cars overtook him in the pits. Um, but, you know, he still fought back and he was, he was able to, uh, to get up to six when he was running, I think in, in eighth. So he overtook two cars. Um, you know, he's doing well, man. And if, if that keeps up, if they keep improving the car and you have two drivers fighting up there, maybe, uh, maybe they can take it to racing point. You never know. Yeah. in the standings yeah yeah it would be nice to see that uh come along mm-hmm. um aside from that like that that was the highlights of the race as as you can see it was very minimal but aside from that just kind of to the rest of the rest of the drivers dude what i mean we knew this was gonna happen right but ferrari what an i'm gonna call it an impotent weekend where they just all of their, not just Ferrari, but then also their customers for their engine just looked terrible. What? What? Their, is there anything to take away from there? Their customers look better than them. Yeah, Kimi actually ended up. Their customers looked better than the works Ferrari. I'm going <laughs> to repeat this again. The customer teams looked better than the works Ferrari. We knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't think it was going to be this bad. And they have major issues in Maranello major issues it cannot be this way it's it's oh it's horrible you're you're literally fighting with back markers man listen your competition now is haas and williams <laughs> listen the beginning of the race got me a little bit excited when i saw leclerc with this pace that he had at the beginning that was super you know out to me i was like oh my god leclerc with this car that is not supposed to go anywhere and he's doing something I even text you guys about like, hey, look, showing the Leclerc's a fast driver. But as those tires started to wear off, so was his pace. And he started, and also as the other drivers started also to settle and get, you know, get the grip on the tires that they had, the soft, you know, were not nowhere for Leclerc at that time. And he just started to diminish. Yeah, but it's not so much the softs, it's it's the engine power. You know, in Spa, you have two very long straights. You know, going through a rouge and getting onto the Camel Straight, you're flat out, man. If you yep. just watch the onboards and you hear the engine revving, these guys have that pedal like down and it's flat out. So when you have such a long acceleration zone and your engine has no power, then you're gonna get overtaken. So you know, on top of with the tire issues and and then you have literally no power, you're gonna finish where you finish today, man. It's just. It's really, it's a really sad situation. I don't even think they thought it was going to be this bad. Yeah. So like, like, and 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 I don't know what is going to happen. Like, I don't know what they can do because next week is their what thousandth Grand Prix at Monza, their home race. Thank God, there's that's in two weeks. Any fans? Two weeks. Uh, It's in two weeks. I'm sorry, in two weeks. So, uh, thank God, there's there's not going to be any fans there. They don't have to, you know, suffer witness this debacle. (laughs) Yeah, so like we were saying, Kimi finished ahead of the two works Ferrari. Kimi finished in 12th, and he finished over a second ahead of Sebastian Vettel, who finished 
almost two, actually two seconds ahead of Leclerc in 14th. That's, uh, that's pretty embarrassing. And as a result, now we have, it, it's actually pretty close still, but to see Ferrari fall down the constructors standings with, um, they currently have 61 points. Racing point is at 66. McLaren's at 68. And uh, Renault is at 59. And this is after Sainz has had a lot of trouble with the car. This is after losing the 15 points for Racing Point. And Ferrari is still trailing those two two cars with Renault nipping at their heels. It's not looking good. Man, the best message I heard all day was a text from Yance saying, a Civic beating a Ferrari when Gasly overtook second. I was just dying laughing when, when Yancy said that. VTech deployed. <laughs> yo. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's so incredible, man, just to see that. I don't, you know, that is what it is. No, no, no. We also had, once again, Vettel and the pit wall back and forth where Vettel is saying, yo, look, I, I think I need to pit here. Uh, the tires weren't doing him well. And he, he, you know, they told him to stay out there. But, you know, he ended up saying, hey, I'm going to get swallowed up by the people behind me. He ended up getting, so he was, I think, in P11 at the time. Ends up in P13 where he had Raikkonen and I think Kvyat behind him. Didn't have, he didn't really have much of a shot with the slow tires and the slow engine. That- Man, at Maranello, they have to have a meeting between this, these two races this week and figure out what to do because the same thing happened to Leclerc. After he pitted, they couldn't tell him what mode to go. Are we going to go to Australia B or C? And then he's like, uh, are we going to go to B or C? Like, they're totally different. What are we doing? And even even the the commenters are like Ferrari got to get the studies together because they're not doing anything. They don't have to have a meeting, bro. They need to just fire <laughs> the entire strategy department. They need new strategists. They can't get their act together. Even though if if even if you have your drivers questioning every move that you're making, that's a bad sign, man. So now on top of that, you don't have the machinery to to to, to run a proper F1 race, and now you're squabbling because you can't get your strategy right. No wonder. No one. This is what happens when you have all of that. What happens is that you finish 13th and 14th. That's what happens. And you're Ferrari. You're a top team. You're the the probably the only team that's 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 competed in all 70 seasons of F1. Dude, get your act together, man. You have so much money that you spend on this program. There's no reason for you to be lingering in the back. It's 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 sad to see. And then, you know, one thing is that if you have a bad car, because that happens, right? You, you, you know, once you start something and, 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 the, and the car just doesn't work fundamentally, it's something you can do. But at least, at the very least, if you're bad in one area and the other area, get your strategy right so you can at least put your drivers in the best positions to get points. And they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, see, also, the, even the pit wall, I mean, the pits itself for Ferrari didn't help them at all today either. I think uh, Leclerc's first pit, I think he went in with traffic. It was almost 10 seconds. The, that he was, the, the pit stops, right? Yeah, the pit stops, yeah. Okay. He, okay. So the first stop that he did, he was stopped like almost 10 seconds. And then the second one was like five seconds. And he said like, guys, what's going on? Like, why, why did it take so long? Even Leclerc himself was saying, guys, what's going on? So I guess maybe the tables are turning a little bit. Another bad luck. As the whole team is coming to Leclerc a little bit because he was happening to Sebastian Vettel every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's know, not man. bad luck. It's incompetence. That, the, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't disagree with you there, man. It feels like they have a dark cloud 
the uh, over them. It didn't rain. It didn't rain uh, on the track, but it rained on them yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh man! So moving on from there, I, I still can't believe that Vettel and Leclerc in Spa finished thirteenth and fourteenth. But moving on from there, Racing Point, who we all anticipated were gonna have a good race week. This is the second time we thought that they were gonna do really well in Silverstone the first time, and they just disappeared same here um they're supposed to like like i said they're supposed to be strong on track paris qualified eighth stroll ninth they had weird strategy call with perez where he was on soft tires the safety car happened everybody else pits except for gasly who was on hards and we'll talk about him later perez stays out, stays out on softs and then you know he ends up hitting later to the point where the traffic Everybody in traffic passes him, and then he essentially drops back down to last place and has to overtake everybody to finish where he did, which was, I believe it was 10th place. I, I just don't understand what the heck is going on here with, with the whole neither team. Neither do I. Neither do I. I don't get it. They're supposed to be doing good at these tracks, and they're just not. Uh, you know, they didn't. They qualified eighth and ninth, which is, eh, you know, at least they made it into Q3, but they're supposed to be faster than that, especially at a track like Spa, because they definitely have the engine for it, and their car is definitely built for high-speed circuits. Um, but uh, we've gone to Silverstone, and both races, they underperformed, and they're doing it again. Uh, it seems like they're they're better at tracks that, were, that are not high-speed tracks or more lower-speed tracks or mid-speed tracks, but... You know, high-speed tracks, it doesn't seem to suit them. And I don't get why it doesn't. But I think we overhyped them. And I think they are they are where they're at. And now they have, if they don't get their act together, you can see Renault or McLaren nipping at their heels as far as, uh, you know, in the constructor staff. Well, McLaren's actually in third, two points ahead of uh, Racing Point. Yeah, I mean, they should <laughs> they should have overtaken McLaren already, I think. Well, they would have overtaken McLaren, but they lost 15 points. So they would have been, you know, above it. But going back to, to, to the race. Well, they deserve that. They copied. Yeah, the they want to it. But, <laughs> it, but at, at least it was not kept on the wrap like the Ferrari penalty from last year. So, you know, True. at least, at least in, in this aspect, there was clarity to the public. But, yeah, I, I, I want to know what me, was I would love that to. Ferrari was doing. And what they took away from Ferrari that they have become <laughs> this slow. I just, just want to know, man. It's just, I, I don't get it. It's such a big drop off, man. It's incredible. Speaking we'll of penalties, the, no, speaking sorry, of we'll speaking of penalties, the freaking, they never gave a penalty to Leclerc for two laps. To with, Leclerc from the, come on. Single. What are we doing here? I, I think they were, they, they, he did come out with an explanation saying that. Um, he had, he had, he had undone it and then he put it back on. Um, and then he did that slow lap after, after he restarted the car thinking that he had done, he had his seatbelt done. And then when he did that last, that, that last lap at normal speeds, he was like, oh, something's wrong. And that's when he stopped straight away. So I guess that explanation was, is that, that he wasn't doing it on purpose. It was something that he thought it was done. And I don't know how the mechanisms work with the seatbelt. Um, he thought it was done, but then he noticed it as he was driving when he did that second lap that he was going at full speed. He was like, all right, something's wrong. I got to, you know, I got to pit in the, and they pitted. But officer, 
officer, don't give me a ticket because I thought that I did it. <laughs> oh, what, dude, what do you want to keep? You want to keep piling on? Yes, yes. If they do <laughs> the pain, do things that are wrong, they should get a penalty for it. That's all. I agree. Well, what the, what the, what is the penalty going to do? They're going to finish in 15 <laughs> <of> <laughs> Behind a customer team, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, Ruben, you were going to say something about Racing Point? Yeah, no, I was going to say that, um, you know, the strategy, even though we, we all, you know, obviously even the team has a lot of faith in Paris when it comes to inertia tires, but the soft after the safety car just did not do the justice for him. So he should have just pit it under the safety car like, you know, like most of the group did. But that's where Gasly outshined him because Gasly had the hearts and, you know, he was one way better. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get that strategy call to be honest with you. I guess I mean they they kind of had they kind of had it right like halfway, where they 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 put on the the better the the fresher tires and he was able to overtake a ton of cars. But you're really sacrificing track position for that. Uh, and you know, I think he dropped to last when when he pitted and then he had to work his way up through the field. How how far really can you get up through the field? Listen, they both so dropped to last. Both. Gasly and him. Yeah. Both. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, uh, kudos to them because they at least, you know, finished in the points. But they probably could have gotten a better points haul if they were would have pitted when the safety car came out. Yeah, and really the optimal strat the the problem was that the safety car came so early. The optimal strategy was to be on the softs. I think on the Pirelli graphic it said to like lap eighteen or something like that, and then pit to hards or mediums. I think lap sixteen for hards and lap eighteen for mediums. But I don't know. I everybody else pitted. You're losing all that track position. I get that Perez is good on his tires. Make him be good on his second stint. So he maintains track position. That was right. That was just That's a mistake. Right. He, can be, he, he can be good on the second stint, save the tires for the end, and maybe you can do some overtaking. But at least you already have track position. You're not fighting from the back halfway through the race. You know, it's a it's a long race, but halfway through the race to work your way up the field, you're you're only gonna get so far. So you know, I think he he finished. Um, he only got a few points. He could have got more. Yeah. So we've mentioned them at times here during the race, but Pierre Gasly, driver of the day, Pierre Gasly, would have also been my driver of the day. What a drive by him. Um, you know, he was, uh, uh, I kept saying it throughout the race, he was Antoine Hubert's one of his best friends who passed away last year in Spa. You know, maybe he drove an inspired race because of that. He was at literally attacking from, from the start. I think he climbed all the way up to fifth or sixth. Uh, prior to him pitting and then obviously he had to fight his way back he finished he ended up finishing eighth just just a great race for from him all around yeah it was i mean he's driving lights out this whole season and he looked more even more inspired than he than he has been previously and th this weekend and you know you all you saw the shots of him you know uh, in the track walk uh paying tribute to to Antoine at the spot where Antoine Huber uh, sadly passed away um but he drove inspired that's not there's nothing there's not another word that you can use he drove great and even though he was he wasn't put in the best position strategy wise he took 
his civic <laughs> up the field <laughs> and V-tech. you know overtook you know his, he he overtook you know overtook a ton of cars you know to get into the points which for an alfatari which is great uh and then considering you know just piggybacking off of that considering the way Auburn's driving you got to start uh asking those questions uh you think that Gasly will replace Albon next season. Uh, it's part of the novella. Uh, let's continue on this storyline to see what happens. I don't know if we see that happen, but he is driving um, much better than Alex Albon this year uh, based on the equipment that he has. I'm not sure that that will be enough for him to be promoted to the the main team seat, though. Well, we'll see. Can we say that maybe he, you know, Red Bull made the decision to demote him too early? Because now that he's actually settled down in, in whatever seat he has, either with AlphaTauri or Red Bull, he's showing that he's persistent, he's fighting to the field. But come on, the, to be at the level of Max Verstappen will be very tough. To be his competitor will be very tough. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's showing to me, and I thought, the opposite. I thought Gasly, it looks to me that Gasly is a better driver than Albon. Um, I think he was promoted too soon, but they didn't have a choice because obviously Danny Rick left. But, you know, on your way to success, you're going to have failures. And that's what happened with Gasly. I, you know, he does, he has the experience of driving, what, six races or or probably drove more. I don't remember the exact number of races he drove with Red Bull. But um, he has that experience. He knows what it is to work. I think, and think now he has even more experience in an F1 car. Uh, he seems like uh, his overtaking has gotten better as well, which is something that he couldn't pull off when he was in Red, with Red Bull. Um, yeah, let's see, man. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a tough call. I don't. I, if they do make that call, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Red Bull for making that call because he's driving lights out. He's driving really good. So, and then Alban is just not, you know, if Alban is really hurting the team because, you know, Max is alone at the front fighting the two Mercs. It's always beneficial when you have two cards fighting two cards instead of two cards fighting one. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. But I guess due in part to where Alex Albon has been finishing, the Mercedes, they're 106 points ahead at this moment from Red Bull. The season's over, I feel like, as far as the constructors go. Yeah. But I think the season's over with both championships. Can they create a midfield championship? Formula (laughs) (laughs) 1.5. Right now, it's like an endurance, uh, endurance uh, season. Though. I don't know. I I hope I don't know what's going to happen with Gasly in the future. If another team's going to come looking, uh, you know, knocking on his door. I just there's really no other team that would have the room for him. With Lando Norris being young, Danny Ricardo's fairly young. Ferrari's got young drivers. Mercedes got George Russell waiting in the ring in the wings. I don't know. Maybe yeah. And it, but they also they also have uh, so no. Uh, I don't know. Sonoda, the, the kid in, in F2, yeah. who who I think he won a race this weekend. Also, he, it, there there are talks that uh, he might move up to, to 
to AlphaTauri to replace Kvyat. So they do have some young drivers also in the wow. wings too. So look, the only other spot for him in my head would be Renault, Frenchman going to a French company, but obviously you have two French drivers. Yeah, but obviously like Alonso's coming in and then from there they do have a strong young driver in uh Guan Yu Zhou, I think his name is. So yeah. I I don't know. He's just going to be stuck there with AlphaTauri at the Red Bull team in general. Uh Aside from that, we don't really talk much about the back of the grid because there's not much to talk about. Uh, George Russell got into that accident with the uh, where he was collected essentially by Giovinazzi's wreckage. Latifi was absolutely nowhere. That was so that was so dangerous, man. Uh, One thing that I do want to mention is that what I've noticed in a few accidents this season is that the wheels are coming off these cars. And for those that you don't know this, that don't know, um, there was an accident a few years back uh, in in the lower category. I think it was F2. GP2. Is that F2 or GP2? Um, where a driver was killed uh, because, and they didn't have the halo back then, uh, because a wheel flew off and hit him in the head. Uh, these cars have tethers. Basically, you know, steel, I don't know if they're made out of steel, but they look like steel cables that that hold the suspension and the wheels onto the chassis so they don't fly off when um, when when they get into an accident or they hit a wall or something like that. It doesn't seem like that's working. We've seen, I think, on three occasions where wheels are flying off these cars, and that could have been a lot worse. Uh, the reason why... Um, why Russell was collected was hit was because a wheel came off of uh, um, Giovinazzi's car, and you see the wheel. It's not only the wheels; like the entire suspension arm was coming off off the wheel and hit hit and hit his car. So that's something that the FIA has to look into. That's pretty dangerous stuff. Uh, those tethers are not working. They need to figure out a way to make those work, man. Yeah. Uh- I don't know. We saw Kimi's tire come off in Austria as well. It, I think that was more a result of it not being put on properly. Right, but that, yeah, and I, but I think there was another. I think it was Bottas with his wheel came off, but it was it was it was in the runoff. Um, so it didn't get onto the track. But either way, it's just something that now that you see the wheel hit the car, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, aside from that, though. Uh, like I said, Latifi didn't do too well. He was last essentially for by by quite a distance. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen uh, continued on his his quest. He finished twelfth, like we talked about the two Ferraris, thirteenth and fourteenth, and then the Haases. Uh, the bottom is just the bottom, unfortunately. Better luck next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't celebrate losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let me correct myself. Magnuson finished last, and Latifi finished sixteenth. Yeah, uh, it's tough to be the best. Yeah, that, that about wraps it up for this race. Not really much to talk about, to be a hundred percent honest. If we thought Spanish, the Spanish Grand Prix was boring, take this race. You see, this was who would have who would have <laughs> thought that that Spa would? You could say that about Spa, man. Spa always puts up a good race when there's something. There was supposed about. to be rain. It was supposed. It was setting up to be an amazing time, and here we are. Yeah, man. But yeah, the rain. I think the rain would have definitely helped a lot, man. Would have been awesome. Yeah, but um, 
It is what it is. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about the the Monza, the Italian Grand Prix at Monza, uh, Ferrari, one of Ferrari's home tracks. Temple of Speed. Yes, sir. Um, That's going to be a carnage next week on there for Ferrari. It, like Yancy said, thank God there's not going to be any fans in that race because, oh yes, my God. Yeah. Wow. So They're going to be really big. We'll talk about that and we'll collect some of the news that's come out after this race. Uh, so we'll see you then. But before I go, I want to make sure I shout out at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. Also want to shout out jumptostartracing.com as our website. Uh, you can email us at jumptostartracing at gmail.com. And we are available across all podca- podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Pod- uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can find us everywhere. I, I didn't hear you. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> uh, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and Tune in. I gotta. I gotta make sure to write these things down. So and I like, 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 and subscribe. Like, and subscribe. Yep. We're also on on YouTube. Make sure to check out our channel at Jump to Start Racing. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect you to repeat it with Ben but again. But thank you very much, Wally. You're so kind. All right, guys. Anything else before we close up? No, man. Can't wait uh, to see what happens at Monza. Hopefully, something happens. Rain, something, yeah. something. But uh, Monza's always a fun race to watch. Uh, you again, we just like to see these cars on track. So, and and considering how we started off the year, uh, I'm glad that uh, we get some racing and we got 17 races. Yeah. Right? Some, so, still got a long way to go. Something we'll get in next week. Something has to happen. Watch. Well, yeah, we have the um, they're gonna they're gonna finally ban the party mode. So, we'll see how that <laughs> yeah. that uh, so guys, we'll see how that how that to. Tune in with us during the week next week uh, for our Italian Grand Prix preview. We'll catch you then. Peace out. Bye, guys.